0: at any time of the year. Welcome to the Welsh
1: Rugby Union Podcast.
0: We'll also hear about Life of the Dragons coming out of COVID quarantine. But of course we'll start with that fascinating clash in Parker Scarlet's this Saturday. England, the visitors, and Wales coach Wayne Pivak admitting his selection was affected by
2: injuries. It's unfortunate, but um, as was sort of said all along really in this autumn series, that's going to create opportunities for others. And in the loose forwards, it's young uh, Jimmy Botham and uh, Shane Lewis Hughes. So a couple of guys with big futures and we're going to get the questions asked about them, aren't we, in this particular match because we're up against a very strong England team who are going to bring a lot of intensity as we know and what a match for these guys to be tested in.
1: Talk us through the selection of the halfbacks because you had... Probably eight credible combinations that you could have picked there. Why did you go for this
2: one? Yeah, we just think a reward for um, the efforts that uh, Lloyd's put in. He's come in, he's done everything asked of him. He's been uh, speed to the breakdown. I think when he's been on the park, we've uh, played some of our best rugby. So he he gets an opportunity there. and We look very closely at what we do at 10, and we're going to get both guys uh, a chunk of game time. So we need Callum out there, and he'll get out there, um, as I say, for a decent uh, part of the second half to see how he goes in this company. But to start the game, I think with the defence that England are going to bring and the intensity with that, I think Dan's the right guy to start this game. But Callum will certainly finish it.
1: And were there a lot of players that played themselves into this particular team with their performances against Georgia, looking at, for example, the three-quarter line, the props, uh, maybe
2: Jake Ball? You factor in the form of uh, the performance against Georgia in difficult conditions. And then we look at there's some injuries that have forced some change or have made the selection quite a simple one. But certainly there was the form of the Georgian uh, performance and a great opportunity again for these guys to be tested a, a massive step up from the Georgia game.
1: What do you make of the England selection with uh, George Ford back at fly half and a 6 2 split on the bench?
2: Yeah, very strong team. Obviously, uh, close to a World Cup sort of uh, squad. So. We know that it's going to be a very big day at the office for us. They're going to test us across the park. So it's exactly what we need. Uh, and we're going to get questions answered. So, you know, looking at the six nations ahead, we will know exactly where the squad is at and the individuals that we've selected this time around. Motivation won't be an issue for us. We'll go out there and uh, against... a very, very good opposition. Obviously show uh, some respect, but then at the end of the day, we've, we've got to focus on ourselves and what we need to do to win this match. And we're going to have to bring a lot of physicality. We know that. And that's going to be over 80 minutes with the bench that they're going to unload into the game at some stage.
3: Eddie Jones has named six forwards on the bench. Is that almost laying down the gauntlet to your forward pack and, and the sort of physicality? You also said that they're going to bring an intensity that Wales have never faced before. So what do you make of that?
2: Yeah, well, it is a very exciting team that they're bringing, isn't it? From an English point of view, it's a big pack and they'll keep coming at us uh, with six uh, replacements throughout the game. So we have to be prepared for that. We're focusing on what we want to do and what we want to get out of the game. So we've gone with... What is it, a 5-3 split for us? And that's what we'll focus on. We're looking at uh, the future here, 2023. And we think someone like Jim Botham is a good prospect, as is Shane Lewis Hughes. And we want to give those guys a game against one of the best teams in the world and to see exactly where they're at to see if we're on the right track. And We think we are, and that's why we're giving those two an opportunity.
1: It's been tough the last couple of weeks. Are you looking to do things differently in this game or just do things that you have been doing better?
2: Well, yeah, first and foremost, we've tidied up the set piece. Well, it was a lot better against Georgia. Uh, so that needs to keep improving because without the possession, it's a long day at the office. And obviously, territory is a big thing as well. We handled that quite well in the last game. But again, we need to build on it because this opposition is going to be a lot sterner across the board in terms of the tests they'll bring to us. So, look, it's a, it's a matter of making sure that we're improving each game but also uh, looking to make sure that we uh, don't go into our shells too much either and make sure that when it's on to play in the right parts of the field that we look to play and be positive. We look at uh, what we're trying to get out of this tournament and we're trying to build depth. We're obviously looking to get results at the same time. The results haven't come. Young players have had exposure, I think about eight new caps. So we're learning a lot uh, in the process and we're building depth within the squad. That's the positive. We're seeing what we're seeing at training. So... We need to turn that round into uh, better performances. We know that. And that's certainly what we're striving to do. When you're dealing with a team
0: that's had an established pattern of play and you're trying to change that as a new coach because you want to add to what they've got. I mean, just how hard is that process?
2: Oh, it takes time. It does take time. And you're right And that the a lot of the players that were under Warren played a certain style of game. And, We're looking to evolve that attacking side of the game and it does take time. I know with the Scarlets it took about three years so we're not suggesting that with these players it would take three years but with the international group of players we've got you'd like to think that'll be a quicker process. Certainly uh, we're seeing it at training. We've now got to step up under pressure in games and and show it there as well.
4: Wayne, when uh, Eddie Jones says something like they're going to bring a physicality that that you guys have never experienced how will your players react to hearing that? and Especially having seen... England against Ireland last week, will they relish this challenge or do you think they'll go into their shells a bit?
2: No, no I don't think you'll see anyone go into their shells. I think it's, uh, it's England-Wales. I think, you know, you've just got to look at the last time we played them. It was a physical encounter and I think that it ended up about a 33-30 result. But um, certainly we would expect nothing less and we'd expect nothing less than a confident Eddie Jones. Making comments like that because uh, he's in that position where he can do it. The boys have been playing very, very well in in that white jersey. So, look, it's nothing that we wouldn't expect, and if anything, just just adds to uh, to the occasion.
0: So, quite a return for scrum half Lloyd Williams from the international wilderness to starting against England. So, was there a time when he'd given up hope of
3: such a recall? Sure, it was a pleasant surprise. Put it that way. I think uh, you know, once uh, back in the squad, I you know, I feel like um, anything's possible, really, and. Trained hard and I guess it was just a pleasant surprise.
1: There must have been times in that uh, four-year gap where you were wondered whether it was uh, all worth the slog and maybe had half an eye on some uh, bigger money offers outside Wales?
3: Although I was out with the squad, I was just trying to play well from week to week and um, look to the following games, really. I was just always worried about that next one and um, wasn't trying to get too far ahead of things. And um, I guess an opportunity came up about a month ago and uh, gladly jumped at it. So please pleased to be back in the squad then. When a player's out of contract, they do weigh up their options. I weighed them up and confident I made the right decision.
1: Everyone's uh, remarked about your, the speed of your service. Uh, do you see that as fitting in well with the sort of game that Wayne Pivak is looking to play in the uh,
3: short and medium term? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I think... Uh, as a scrum half, that's what we're all trying to do, is speed up play. And Fortunate we got some ball against Ireland and we were able to speed things up and I uh, was happy to be a part of that. But, uh, yeah, it's something I'm looking to build on and I'm hoping to do the same on the weekend.
1: What do you make of the back line outside you? Obviously, uh, Dan Bigger's been there for uh, some years, but some uh, newish faces in the three
3: quarters? Exciting. Uh, Biggs, is spe- you know, I've played with Biggs since I was 16, so they're yeah, familiar with Dan, but... Um, yeah, it's exciting. I think both centres did well last week and um, it's, it's nice to see uh, Lewis as well cross Zamet on the last week as well. So, I mean, it's exciting and hoping that we can release players like that and see them with ball in hand because they're dangerous.
1: You've probably been in a few uh, Wales sides that have been uh, written off against England. Um, how do you deal with that sort of uh, attitude? Can you make the most of the, the underdog status, do you think?
3: Yeah, I think Wales do that quite well. I think it's something that the boys relish on and they're looking forward to the challenge. I think usually is the case against England and that's something that I think excites the players. So I'm hoping that we can really show up and play really well as a team and hopefully the result takes care of itself. Obviously, as a
1: nine, you're totally dependent on quick ball. Therefore, the breakdown is absolutely massive for what you're trying to do in this game, isn't it?
3: Yeah, really important. Like most sides, you have got a lot of boys who like to get after the ball, but uh, it's something that we can control. You know, if we're quick to the breakdown, we can, you know, negate those threats really and playing how we want to play. Then, so it's something that is in our control and something that we think that we can, um, you know, nullify if we do our jobs right.
0: I'm wondering if your favourite memories against England come from playing scrum half or left wing?
3: Oh, definitely le- left wing. But um, that was uh, five years ago now, so kind of looking to move forward and look for future memories. But uh, yeah, that, that was a fond memory of mine.
0: James Botham and Shane Lewis Hughes, you know them both well from the Blues. Well, tell us more about how they'll cope with, you know, Underhill and Curry have been very good for England so far. So that'll be a, a big battle.
3: Great players, James and Shane and boys who'd really welcome the opportunity and really excited to front up. They're hungry, hungry guys and full of energy. So I'm sure they're really, really looking forward to that. Uh, the game on the weekend because I'm sure the spotlight's on the other two lads and um, they'll be keen to get a slice of that pie so to speak so they're um, very dangerous in that part of the game too so yes they'll be definitely up for the game and look thoroughly looking forward to it. So
0: let's hear from one of those back rowers now
3: James Bothan earns his second cap
0: moving from blindside to openside a bit of a step up for him after being called into the squad two weeks ago.
4: Yeah, massive uh, step up. Obviously, only last week I was called in for the Georgia game, and then now, um, obviously, the biggest game I'd probably say I've ever come up against. Obviously, and uh, it will be interesting to see what, see how we go.
1: Have you had to pinch yourself maybe along the way to uh, believe that it's all happened quite so quickly?
4: I've just yeah, well, I've just kept my head down and kind of got on with it, and I think that's all I can do really. Just try and perform the best I can and do everyone proud. Really, it's been uh, quite a, a rapid
1: step up. How did you? Uh... In the, the Georgia game, do you think, uh, was it um, you know, a surprise at all, the intensity of it, and obviously more to come again?
4: It was a big uh, step up from playing with Blues. I kind of see the faster game going forward. I, can, well, I can't wait. It's going to be even more of a bigger step up this weekend, so it's just dealing with that and getting on with it. And a different shirt as well. Uh, how different will the role be? Oh, that, that, That's what I'll be looking forward to. Obviously the black one to start with, but the red in throughout. So I've been like that since I was a kid. So it'd be great to play in the red jersey. What do you make of your English back row opponents and uh, their performances generally over the autumn then? Obviously we know what they're going to come with. We know what they do. It's the same thing. I just want to focus more on myself really and do my teammates proud. But we know what they're coming with, the intensity they're going to come with. And uh, it's just concentrating on ourselves and get what we want is the W.
1: Without being too modest, what would you say were your uh, main qualities in that back row? And... Where do you see long-term future, six, seven or eight?
4: I prefer to play seven, but playing with Shane at six will be great. Um just want to bring some physicality over the ball and with the ball, so it'd be good to play with him again. Obviously, I have seven, played with him since he's, he was at Blues, so I can't wait to get out there. How do you feel about uh, all the headlines that you've been getting since
1: your promotion into the, uh, the Wales squad because of the family name?
4: Yeah, I've had it through, obviously, coming up my whole life, really, and it's just one of those things you kind of, like us say, keep your head down, get on with it, and try and just do your own thing instead of kind of having it all from granddad this granddad that it's just do my own thing and create my own legacy kind of thing does it help that
1: it's in a uh, a different sport to your granddad and a different shirt as well
4: yeah it does obviously he's only played the old football and uh, cricket so yeah rugby definitely and I did play a bit of cricket but rugby for me is definitely the one and I'm sure he'll be backing me 100% even though I haven't got the uh, the white jersey he supports on.
1: Can I just take you back to a couple of weeks ago when you were first called up, what were you told at that stage? Was was even starting a game for Wales even on your mind at that point? No, it wasn't. I was,
4: I was actually in, in bed uh, on a Sunday night getting ready for the Blues game in the morning and I had a phone call, which was to amazement, ringing me saying, oh, you're coming into the squad tomorrow. And at that point I was like, oh, what about the game tomorrow? And they said, no, you're not playing that, you've got to train. And then Honestly, I did not expect to, like I say, last two weeks ago, I was sat ready to play for the Blues. I was not expecting to have the first game for for Wales and then for now, this bigger step up. And then this is probably the one thing I have worked with my whole life just to get the jersey on and play against England. Obviously, everyone gives me stick about family being English and stuff, but in my heart, and I'm sure they all know that the family is Wales through for us. (laughs)
0: listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So that's the International this weekend but there's also a round of Pro 14 matches and for the first time in a few weeks the Dragons are involved after the entire squad went into quarantine because of coronavirus. Director of Rugby Dean Ryan described what it's been like.
5: You know this time it's been really tough I think you know I spoke about the difference of quarantine for the squad and we're in a phase that we were looking to really get some momentum and suddenly we're quarantined to households. has been tough for everybody. So I think coming out of the back is is just, again, is a feeling of relief and just wanting to get back playing. Because last week was very much a, a very steady stage just to make sure, you know, anybody who had tested positive that we were giving enough space to ensure we didn't get anything we didn't know about. And this week's probably been the first week that we've looked at any sort of return to normality. And and again, it's just been pleased to be back. Is you know you genuinely see people's delight to be back training and looking forward to getting back and playing again because it's it's been very difficult on so many fronts. But you know, around the rugby, it's been very stop start. Not sure right back. You know, we're talking right back in March all the time to a period when. We thought we were getting back to some momentum and, and it's stopped again. So hopefully this week is the, the start of us getting back playing and learning again.
1: Obviously, you had um, five or six who tested positive. Did you actually have anyone who was ill at all as a result of the virus?
5: I think we've had a, a variety of symptoms within the group that tested positive and uh, you know, I think that's the, the nature for my limited knowledge of the virus is a number of different symptoms and I think pretty much most of them at some point had some of those symptoms or didn't feel great so it's definitely impacted on people's sort of health and well-being across that period of 14 days but we've had no reaction to us staging the group back in in any way.
0: Wayne Pivot was talking about Aaron Wainwright and Ross Moriarty swapping positions six and eight and said he'd had a conversation with you. Is that something when they're both fit and when they're both back. Is that something that you'll be you'll be doing, following up on?
5: we would always support, uh, I think, flexibility. I think Aaron's played at eight for us on a number of times. And I think it's about, one, giving them a platform to go on and represent at national level. But there are also times that we do what's right for the Dragons. And I think it's a balance of two. I don't think one works in conflict with the other. I don't think if Aaron's not playing every time number 8, that's a preventative for him playing that international. But we definitely will create opportunities. They have a very different game. They have a very different skill set. They're also asked different things at international level than what we ask at Dragons. And sometimes that's, a, you know, certainly around Aaron has been a challenge for him to adapt his game. So it's not just positional. It can be what requirements are asked within each team. And, And we will be very supportive but at the same time, we would make sure that we're making decisions for Ross and for Aaron so that they can continue to demonstrate at international level what they're capable of.
0: One of the Dragons players who's key for them in these periods with the internationals
6: away is centre Adam Warren. So what have the last few weeks been like for him? It's been pretty tough. Um, everyone's excited to get back going. And obviously with the the last few weeks and we have to uh, take another two weeks off, it's, it's not you know, not ideal. Last week we got back in on Wednesday, so we managed to get a few days of uh, training before building for this game this week. So I think everyone's just really ready to go. Just used as a little mini break for the body and then came back in, worked hard last week. So that I was ready for the next game.
0: What was it like leading up to the period of isolation? Because you had a case in the management and then the management had to isolate and then it grew and grew. What was the atmosphere like during that period?
6: Yeah, so obviously we knew that one of the... Coaching staff tested positive. As soon as you heard about that, a lot of the coaching staff, obviously, due to the because tr- we had an away game, apart from two coaches, I think everyone else was wiped out due to like the sort of track and trace thing. So it was strange. But obviously, as everyone now, with with these sort of Zoom things going on, we just utilised that. So as soon as Dean knew that he had to isolate, and a few others, we came in, trained, obviously, the first day after the game. It's quite a low-key day. And then obviously we utilised Zoom in the night then to put things in place moving forward. And Dean likes to use sort of nines and tens and key leaders to drive things in the environment anyway. So they were obviously off initially. And obviously after the next game then, uh, there was a few more positive cases. And obviously it got to a stage where I think the best thing to do was to try and stop it spreading. Yeah, so it was strange. We were all waiting to come in again, waiting for results. And the next thing you know, we had WhatsApp saying, stay home there's a few cases and we need to decide what's going to happen next. And then that once again in Zoom then they told us that we're going to have to quarantine and basically just not leave the outlet to discuss all the all the rulings as well and like whether we could like your partners can go out. And I think apart from the boys who were positive the rest of us were isolated and our partners could get food etc. And it's just hopefully we can react well from it.
0: And then during the last two weeks has there been a testing programme that you've all had to go through as
6: well? Yeah, so we obviously all have to be tested negative twice before we came back in during the two weeks so we had to drive up do a drive-through test in Rodney that on a Monday and a Wednesday everyone was negative so we came back in and this week now we've done like a drive-through test year whereas before we were testing in the tent so I think we try to put a few more rules in place we know now that you know it's, it's an unlucky thing that we're the team that have to do it but we've had to make our measures even more strict even though they weren't bad in the first place it's just an unlucky thing that we're in the way game really that the travel probably to spread It is unlucky but it's probably something that
0: maybe other teams are going to have to go through would you have any advice for them because it is likely to hit someone else at some point isn't it?
6: Yeah that's the that's the worry don't, uh, don't have games getting called off all the time because other teams may be in the same boat soon you know it's, it's a difficult one now to stop the, the spread in general but and stay in the strict of their measures as they can in the environment we keep improving hours all the time we were good to start off with i thought the way the gym was set out the way we were I'm going to do outdoor meetings in the a, in a big tent all spread out and you know it's difficult but i think we put things in place quite early because you got fiji as well obviously what are the things that you've changed from what you thought was already a pretty good system even just some of the on-field stuffs changed now. So if there's boys swapping in and out uh, reps, the whole side of the pitch will literally go stations. So you're sitting in your own station. As soon as we get out of the meeting in the tent, you know the social distance, We got to wash our hands, go on the field, finish the session, wash our hands. Whereas before we were supposed to do that. Probably after a bit of time, people do get a little bit complacent. Whereas now the station's set out so we can do it right next to the pitch. And obviously the on-field stuff we try and. Do the sessions kind of social distance until it gets that little bit of physical element, and that's it. Okay. There. Yes, precautions all round. So plenty to look forward to this weekend,
0: and to react to next week as we look ahead to the final stage of the Autumn Nations Cup in the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. But until then, goodbye and stay safe.